More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody, to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, hour number two. Thank you so much for being here. Um, we are about to dive into the situation of uh, Mika Brzezinski and how she responded, how she responded to what was going on in the Fonnie Willis testimony yesterday. We promise you this one. I think it's important that we give a sense to everybody of exactly how ruthless, reckless, and dishonest they are willing to be on the other side in this whole process. Um, and here we have Mika after what we saw. And I, Clay and I had the same reaction. I mean, it was truly riveting television yesterday. I mean, uh, uh, amazing stuff, riveting television yesterday. Here is Mika Brzezinski taking her side, uh, taking, you know, her opinion on this and sharing it with the world. Listen. So if you're wondering why she's angry, is that this has led to such an upheaval in her life in so many different ways to serve and to try and take this case to fruition and then to have this happen, that would cause someone to be very, very angry. You know it's bad when you turn on Fox News and they start talking about her demeanor, her behavior, her looks. I mean, it shows that there's probably a problem with the case that they think they have against her. I thought she was fiery. I thought she said important things. I think that she set herself up for a lot of criticism. But I think this is a woman who doesn't give a damn about that. I really mean this. Mika Brzezinski is delusional. She is living on another planet when it comes to that testimony and what's going on in this trial No person with any judgment or honesty whatsoever could watch that and say she was doing a good job. And the problem was with the people who have a problem with Fonnie Willis as the prosecutor here. It's truly insane. I think this is important. Um, You may think that some of what I say is ridiculous and you may disagree with it. And you you may 
uh, have an issue with it. That's fine. That's how the First Amendment works. That's what I would expect. If you agree with everything that I say or everything that Buck says, I would submit that you aren't thinking hard enough. You should never 100% agree with anyone on anything unless it's your wife and you're lying. All right, so leaving that aside, all right, I will pledge to you, and I know Buck would say the same, there are going to be a lot of trial-related issues. Basically, we were talking about this off the air, Buck. The whole 2024 campaign is going to be taking place in a courtroom. That That is what they have guaranteed. Trump is going to be on trial with uh, with everything surrounding the, uh, the Alvin Bragg case in New York City. There's going to be daily testimony. We are going to come on and analyze that for you. And sometimes Trump's witnesses, maybe even Trump himself, are going to do a bad job on the witness stand. I'm not going to come on with you and say, after a disastrous day of testimony for Donald Trump, boy, that was incredible. That was phenomenal. That was really a good day. Boy, they're really upset now on MSNBC and CNN. No, because if you have an honest relationship with your audience, which the people at Morning Joe and MSNBC clearly don't, you can't always be saying, boy, that was incredible, that was astounding, that was amazing. What they're already going to, here's what the next step is going to be, Buck, and I'm surprised they didn't go to it already. They're going to say that the criticism of Fannie Willis is racist. That is what they're going to say. already basically She's She's laying the groundwork for that already. She said that when her speech on Martin Luther King Jr. Day uh, in Atlanta. But I'm telling you, white people like Mika Brzezinski are soon, Joe Scarborough, are soon going to have the talking points. Maybe they already have started it today. I don't watch that show. They're going to be coming out and saying, nobody would ever question a white attorney, a white DA like that. They're going to say she's being treated differently because she's black and she's a woman. And let me just go ahead and refute that right now. How did this start, Buck? It started because she slept with her subordinate. All she had to do as a single woman was sleep with any other adult man on the planet that she wasn't paying to work for her, and this would have never been an issue. She could have slept with 7 billion, 900, and, well, there's not 7 billion men, 4 billion, whatever the total number of men of age in America and the world there are today. There's roughly, I think, 3.5 billion men she could have slept with, and it wouldn't have been an issue. The only person she couldn't sleep with and make it an issue was the subordinate she hired who was married and she was paying $650,000. She created this entire carnival sideshow by not being able to avoid sleeping with her subordinate. That's this. So if you want to argue, oh, she's being treated unfairly. Do you think for a minute that if, uh, who's the, the most prominent uh, Trump defender right now? If Alina Haba was sleeping with, uh, with one of her co-counsels and, and it turned into a massive story. Well, but she's not representing the state. She's Correct. representing it's Trump. Totally so it's not different. a great example. It's but not yes, a, I see. it's totally different. But I, I just, okay, if, if Brett Kavanaugh yeah, I know. had but been sleeping, play, but like this is look, all. The, the double crazy. standards, we know they always have double standards. There's a two-tier justice system. I mean, but none of this is new. She created all of uh, this. I know. So but the, none of this any is argument new. against it, is totally that, dishonest. That argument's for also not. Look, she's going to be off the case. Okay, so she, there may be some whining from MSNBC about racism. It's not going to work. Okay, she's messed up this whole thing. Everybody knows it. 
She's not going to be able to stay on this case. Everybody knows that, too. And whether they say it or not, I mean, I, I don't think anyone who who has two brain cells to rub together doesn't think that it's at least a very real possibility she's going to be removed from this case, if not an absolute certainty. Um, and it's completely entirely of her own making. Now we look at, I think, what does it mean going forward for the rest of these trials? Because if you just look at it as uh, from an odds perspective, what are the chances that they're going to um, bring all these different cases and one of them just haps, happens to completely fall apart because of the lack of ethics of the prosecutor involved? Uh, there is a an obvious partisan angle to each one of these cases. They're being brought by people who are rabidly anti-Trump and seeking not justice, but a an outcome for political purposes. That's why they held it until the election year. That's why they've brought these cases in the jurisdictions where they've brought them. Every bit of this decision-making process has been about hobbling Trump for political purposes or taking him off the chessboard entirely for, for those purposes. And I think that this is a big challenge um, for that narrative. And I think you're going to have more of it. We haven't even mentioned that have they we got to keep looking at this they're going to have a civil trial coming down a verdict today they may try to take hundreds of millions of dollars yeah, that's what they're going to do from donald trump i mean i think that's that's about to happen and so you can see they're they're bringing four felony indictments uh different jurisdictions they're bringing a civil case against him trying to if not bankrupt him squeeze him for everything they can they're doing it all while he's running for president that all of these things happened years past. I mean, it couldn't be any more obvious at this point. So what are we supposed to do? We sit around and allow them to get away with this? I mean, what is the what is the option for people who want to believe that the system is not entirely corrupt? That's what they're trying to do now. We talked about this. They're trying to, with the civil system, they've gotten $88 million, I believe, in verdicts over the E. Jean Carroll case. Even to appeal, you have to put forward the $88 million. Then today we're expecting that there will be a ruling surrounding a penalty that is being sought against the Trump organization in New York. I believe they're going to hit him with several hundred million dollars in additional penalties, regardless of how rich you are. And and I do think this is important because you can be worth billions of dollars, I mean billions with a B, and not have $500 million in actual cash. In fact, most billionaires wouldn't have that money because a lot of billionaires are, you're tied up in real estate, you're tied up in stocks and equity in companies that may not be able to be moved, you're tied up in private equity-related funds, just taking you behind the scenes a little bit. I've gotten rich only in the last four or five years. I was not rich, and I'm learning how rich people live. Most rich people, I used to think, oh, rich people, you have like, $200 $200 million in cash. Of course you would. No, most rich people don't keep cash like that. So what they're trying to do is cripple Donald Trump financially on the civil side while putting him in prison for the rest of his life on the criminal side. And why this is significant, Buck, is Georgia case is done. Okay. They may, uh, you know, drop it in 2025, but it's finished, right? There's no way this thing's going forward. The the case in South Florida, I think, in conjunction with the uh, Robert Hur investigation, I think that case is basically over. And so that leaves us with New York City, which is scheduled to start on March 25th. And it leaves us with really 
their everything, all their chips in the table on Jack Smith trying to get a conviction in Washington, D.C. That's where we are. Now, question for you, Buck. This is still the biggest question that's out there. How much is your average swing voter paying attention to the larger cavalcade of Trump legal shenanigans? Well, My this, thesis is that it's just messy and they can't even keep up. What do you think is going? That's that's the you know trillion dollar question here. I have a a uh, slightly different thesis, and it's that yeah, they might not be able to keep up with the specifics of it all, but that's why I worry that a conviction in a court of a former president for a felony is a blaring news headline that will get attention. And if that gets attention in August or September or October, let's, let's be very clear about this. It was common on the right to make the case that withholding, and I, and I don't disagree with this, but that withholding the truth about Hunter Biden, given the promise of the Joe Biden presidency to be ethical and a uniter and you can trust him, good old Joe, that may have turned the election. That, his son being a, you know, a, a total degenerate, yeah. And everything on there being true and the, and the efforts to get money from Burisma. On the other hand, I think it's very hard to make the case that swing voters would not look negatively on Donald Trump, even as unfair as it is. And as much as, as all of our people are going to say it's an outrage and it is Donald Trump getting a conviction for a felony in any of these cases. I think the J6 one's the only one that it's, uh, likely to happen and, and well, the New York one maybe, but. Uh, that could be enough because that's a, that's a headline that people remember. The first president, he would be the first president in history to have been convicted of a felony. And I worry that that's the whole game for them. You it know, is because, their game plan. You know, in 2022, we were thinking, come on, this threat to democracy stuff, you know, that and abortion, that's not going to be able to, no, it actually was, it was effective. Uh, it was effective because they were trying to sway the opinions of a very small percent of of voters uh and it, and it worked and I, so i i think that there's still a real challenge here and the the strategy seems to be falling apart but there's also the uh, shotgun approach of yeah you take as many or, or put it this way uh Wayne Gretzky right you miss 100% of the shots you don't take they decide to take a bunch of shots one of them will get through and one of them will get to a conviction and that may change the whole game and that may be the end of it for the Trump uh, campaign and an effort to become president again. I'm not saying that will happen, but I think that is certainly on their minds, and it's why there's not more panic despite the plummeting poll numbers and everything else, because it could switch things around uh, pretty fast. So, you know, we'll see, man. We will see. I am looking forward to uh, being able to put all this in the rearview mirror because it is troubling. You know, whenever you say things like, it's troubling as an American, it sounds like you're being, uh, right, bombastic or you're... Uh, a little sanctimonious, but I think that it's warranted in this case to be bringing four felony indictments against the president uh, and f- and future president, likely, in an election year. What does that do to people's faith in the system in general? When you have people like Fonnie Willis with her uh, her command of the law and her command of ethics making determinations about who the president of the United States can be because of her misuse of power or trying to do so, what does that say about our system? I mean, it raises some very, um, very troubling concerns. I'm also concerned about keeping everything safe in my home. 
And that's why I have a safe from Liberty Safe. Liberty Safe has always protected your valuables and your firearms from theft and fire, but they also protect your privacy with an industry-leading set of privacy protections. Electronic safe locks from most manufacturers have a code to allow access if you're locked out. But Liberty Safe makes it easy to change or disable that code anytime. That's one crucial way you can ensure your privacy when it comes to your safe and its contents. Your safe is your business, and Liberty Safe will help you keep it that way. Shop online at libertysafe.com slash radio for a customized fortress-strong Liberty Safe with one-of-a-kind locking bars and best-in-class fire protection. I've got one in my home. It's phenomenal. When you make your purchase, you will also get a free $60 value locking pistol vault with your Liberty Safe purchase. So go to libertysafe.com slash radio and use code radio. That's libertysafe.com slash radio. Use code radio. From the front lines of truth, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. 
Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. Play Travis Buck Sexton Show. More of the wind instruments. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You, you're there. about to hear it. You're about to hear it. Wait. You guys, you got to get to the sax solo. The whole point is the sax solo. I don't know what this other song is. I don't know. sax. Uh, third hour, they say, is the sax solo for you. Um, all right, I want to hit a couple of uh, additional news stories here. We're going to be joined by Caroline Levitt at the bottom of the hour, by the way. A um, couple of things. Uh, one, um, the Alexei Navalny death we have not talked about, but Joe Biden came out and addressed it a little bit ago. Here is cut 35, I believe, of Biden saying that. Make no mistake, Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. What has happened to Navalny is yet more proof of Putin's brutality. No one should be fooled, not in Russia, not at home, not anywhere in the world. Putin does not only target his citizens of other countries, as we've seen in what's going on in Ukraine right now. He also inflicts terrible crimes on his own people. And as people across Russia and around the world are mourning Navalny today because he was so many things that Putin was not. He was brave. He was principled. He was dedicated to building a Russia where the rule of law existed. This tragedy reminds us of the stakes of this moment. Okay, so Let's provide the funding so Ukraine can keep defending itself. Biden is reading off a teleprompter there. Can you imagine living in a country where someone would try to put their chief political adversary in prison for the rest of his life? Man, I'm glad we don't live in that kind of country here. That's sarcasm, obviously. It's exactly what Biden's trying to do. Uh, but he also, Joe Biden did buck, and I don't know if you've heard this or seen this yet, he had another frozen moment where he was just unable to continue speaking, and it was like his brain was glitching. This just happened just now in the last few minutes listen do whatever the hell they want i I guess i should clear my mind here a little bit and not say what i'm really thinking fuck i mean every single time he can't even read off a teleprompter and his brain just glitches like you just heard it looks bad on video the apparatus does not care yeah they don't care I, I I understand the argument, but I do wonder, as we sit here nine months out, is it going to be Biden's health if they run, or is it going to be uh, something else that factors in there? But in the meantime, I want to tell you all about our friends at Hillsdale and how much incredible work they do for so many people out there in terms of trying to bring to bear the actual Constitution. You don't need to look any further than Hillsdale to get hooked up right now with their Constitution Minute. Minute-long message tells the story of our Constitution, the meaning of the words contained in it. They're proud to educate college kids, no doubt, just as proud to remind us of our American heritage. And if you want to hear these Constitution Minutes, you can listen at a website set up for that, clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. That's clayandbuckforhillsdale.com. Welcome back in to Clay and Buck. We've got the Trump campaign national spokeswoman, Caroline Levitt, with us now. Caroline, we have very important news to talk about. Uh, the salvation of the republic is, is something we are very focused on. But first, <laughs> if you were, if you were going out on a date with a guy, I know you're engaged, by the way, congratulations, but in your previous <laughs> single life, and he told you 
that he played a woodwind instrument, specifically the flute, or maybe the clarinet, or maybe the oboe, would that be a problem, or would that be an upside? I was very curious about what the heck was going on with that intro music, so now this question is making it make sense. Um, if I was on a date with a man and he told me he was a woodwind flute player, that might be a hard red line in the sand for me, you guys. Wow. I'm not gonna lie. I'm t- I, thank you, wow. Caroline. Yesterday, I said that no woman has ever been pre- impressed by a man playing the flute. You're, a, what are you, 26, no. 27 years old? You're That's a young, right. Correct. young, attractive woman and young woman. And you just said, red line in the sand, can't go across it. Guy brags about playing the flute, you're out. Thank you for proving my point. You didn't even know what you were walking into when you heard that intro music. You're probably like, what the gonna, world is this? flute is going to be all over her mentions all weekend now. There's a lot of flute and a lot of woodwind I'm lovers just, out there. I'm just going to tell you, Buck, if Trump suddenly stopped one of his rallies and started playing a flute, I would, I would just say, I don't know that I could support this guy as aggressively as I had before. I think he would lose, I think he would lose points in polling if he just stopped and said, and now, I have a musical medley that I'd like to play for you on my flute. I think a lot of people out there listening to us right now would say that that would be a red line for them, too. Okay. Well, Caroline is the national press secretary for – go ahead. Go ahead, Caroline. I just want to add one caveat to my response. If he engages in other more, let's say, masculine activities that he is more focused on, and then on the side he's a decent flute player, all right, that's fine. But if he's leading the date commending his flute playing skills – that's that's where the red line begins. Just wanted to add that. So if like he's an MMA fighter who also plays the flute on the side, you would allow the flute playing, but there has to be some I, major I masculine activity to cancel it she's out. She's saying maybe he's yeah. an international man of mystery who does some tactical shooting on the weekends and knows a thing about some things, but also plays a possible woodwind instrument. He's still a handsome guy. All right, Caroline. Uh, just, just bring us into right now. I mean, you know, the, all the things Trump that we're talking about is, is on the, on the legal side. Can you tell us a bit about where the campaign is? How, what's going on? What's plans? How's he going to win? I mean, it feels like it's just courtroom drama all the time in the news these days. Uh, it definitely does. And I was thinking that yesterday, you guys, we had this wall to wall coverage of the Fanny Phony Willis case where, I mean, what a, what a mockery of our justice system this really has become. And President Trump has been 100% right about this case. By the way, from the beginning, he said it's a sham and it should be dismissed, not just for this crazy alleged misconduct that we're learning about, which appears to be very true, but also on the basis of the law. And so, you know, the campaign is fighting hard against all of the legal challenges, but we are also fully focused on campaigning. President Trump has been out on the road multiple times a week visiting all of the states, of course, in this Republican presidential primary, which we're focused on wrapping up as soon as bird brain Nikki Haley decides to wake up and, and smell the roses and realizes she has absolutely no chance of winning. The president will be in South Carolina a few times before the primary next week. He'll be in Michigan and Pennsylvania tomorrow to battleground swing states, of course, that we need to win heading into November. He was in Nevada, even knowing that he was going to take away all of the delegates from that state in the primary because we're focused on winning Nevada. We are focused on winning every single state that we possibly can and bringing President Trump's winning message to all corners and communities of this country. So we have some really fun and different events planned uh, for the stretch of this campaign, and we're excited uh, to get going. And not enough time, there's not enough time uh, in the courtroom that could pull this man off of the campaign trail. He's determined to do as much as he possibly can to win.
Caroline, you're super talented. You ran for Congress in New Hampshire, narrowly lost. I mentioned earlier you clearly have great taste because you recognize that anyone who plays the flute would not be a desirable man to date. But have you guys had conversations? You obviously are good, interacting with the community you're, uh, and, and the media and everything else. The the case that's now set in New York City for March 25th, let's presume that it goes to trial. Do you have discussions now uh, from a communication process? Would there be like daily press conferences on the steps outside of that courtroom? Are you there helping with that process? Have you guys had conversations about what your communication strategy might look like? You mentioned, and I think it's important, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Nevada, uh, South Carolina, having the president on the road going to all these different events. But they're clearly mm-hmm. trying to keep him pinned down in a courtroom. How do you play that from a communications and election strategy basis? Well, look, it's obviously unprecedented, right? Never in American history has the sitting president of the United States used his party and used the judicial system to go after his political opponent. So we're in, we're in new territory here. Uh, but again, that's why we're going to come up with creative ways to ensure the president can still campaign, even though he's unfortunately bound to the courtroom to face these, you know, legal, political, baseless witch hunts. Uh, but yes, you will continue to hear from the president just as you do directly on truth social. I'm sure he'll still be doing interviews. There will be press conferences uh, and there will be campaign stops too. Again, this man is determined to get out there across the country and we'll make sure uh, that he can do that. Hey, court wraps up at 5 o'clock and uh, if you know President Trump, you know he's up much longer than that unlike Sleepy Joe. So there's still plenty of time in the day to get out there and campaign. How's morale? We're speaking to Caroline Levitt uh, for anyone who's joining us here in in progress. Uh, Caroline, how is uh, morale right now for, uh, people on the Trump campaign, given the most recent revelations and, and what's gone on with, with the Fonnie Willis mm-hmm. case specifically, do they feel like, uh, there's, there's a lot of Trump momentum on the legal side of things and that will translate into politics? I just wanted you to bring us into that a little. Well, certainly, yes. The morale is very high, and we feel as though the president has never been in a stronger position to win. Now, we don't take that to gr- for granted. You know, we, you've see, probably seen that and witnessed that with this Republican primary. You know, he's been the presumptive nominee now for months, but we still made sure that we were winning every single state by significant historic margins, 30-plus points in Iowa. He won more votes than any presidential contender from either party in, in New Hampshire primary history. Walked away from Nevada with all the delegates. We're hard charging through South Carolina, even though we're 100% confident he'll win. And we're going to have that same approach leading into the general election. And I will say that I'm honored to be part of this team. This is, in my humble opinion, the the best, most talented, well-equipped campaign team that President Trump has ever had. Uh, and we're going to continue to you know, fight alongside with him every single day. And we do see that the truth is coming out on many of these legal cases. The corruption from Fannie Willis is what, you know, Jack Smith facing you know, real problems and challenges in the court right now on the basis of the law and the Constitution. You also see that we're winning in the court of public opinion. The American people see these cases for what they are. They are unfair witch hunts against a man who made their lives better. And that's why you saw, you know, Fulton County, when President Trump's motorcade was rolling through urban Atlanta on his way to get his mug shot at the behest of Fanny Phony Willis, there were people in those minority impoverished communities coming out of their homes, chanting and fist pumping and yelling, free Trump, 
because people get it. They understand what is happening here, and they want to reelect the guy who made their pocketbooks a little bit bigger and better, who made this country secure, who secured our border, and who demanded law and order in American cities. Uh, and so that's a winning message, and we're very hopeful that the truth in all of these legal cases will prevail. Caroline, you're from uh, the New Hampshire uh, area, from the Northeast. What did you think of the Dung Kings commercial um, that came out? <laughs> I can't stop watching it. I went to Dunkin' Donuts today. They don't even pay me anything, and they were playing the commercial. I think this Matt Damon, uh, for those of us who have not seen it, I think it's one of the funniest commercials that's been out there. But I bet you're a diehard Dunkin' Donuts person. How would you analyze the commercial? Clay, you read me so well. Yes, I am diehard Dunkin'. Dunkin' over Starbucks any day of the week. It's the Blue Collar Coffee Company, and, uh, you know, of course, it's the New England favorite. But I love that commercial. You have the goat Tom Brady. You have Boston's boys, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. It was just genius on behalf of Dunkin' Donuts and Dunkings. I mean, it's just it's legendary. Have you gotten your I suit yet? I think Buck and I need to get our own uh, music. Uh, for people who have not seen this video, I think it's the funniest video by far coming I'm, out of the Super Bowl. I'm going to have to do a bet with Clay where if he loses – which is likely he's going to have to wear a Dung Kings suit for one of our shows on the live stream. I think we're going to have to have to get this going. Uh, Caroline, where can that. people go to follow you, your work, and what's going on with the campaign? Yeah, anytime, guys. Thanks for having me. You can go to my personal Twitter. It's just Levitt. Uh, on Twitter or X, I should call it True Social as well. And then please follow our team at Team Trump in the Trump War Room. We're always pushing out good content uh, attacking Sleepy Joe. So please follow us, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Um, and, and fun fact about your favorite commercial, which I told Clay, but my extended first of all that's amazing because the extended cut i'm not even kidding about this like you could i'm not on video i don't think because i'm down in florida with my parents right now um but uh this i'm I'm drinking a duncan uh uh, iced coffee right now they are playing it at least in the one that i went to uh in the panama city beach area florida right now that commercial is so popular they have like a flat screen and in the duncan donuts that i went into this morning they were playing that commercial. And the extended version that your college roommate is in, it's legitimately hysterical. I I think this is one of the funniest commercials that I have. I I can't imagine a commercial that I want to watch more than once because it's so well done. And I will tell you, and this is true, when I was in the CIA at Langley, this is certainly not top secret because anybody who would visit would have seen this, uh, there were... There was a Dunkin' Donuts on premises, oh, just wow. like in the cafeteria, yeah. and a Starbucks. I mean, that's giving you a sense of how big yeah, CIA right. headquarters is, right? It's enormous. And people would definitely make judgments about, because our politics were kept pretty close to the vest, and there was pretty strict about that in the office. But were you a Dunkin' guy or a Starbucks guy? It was a little bit blue state, red state, a little bit uh, East Coast, uh, middle of America stuff going on there. So people made real, like we made jokes about it, but also they were kind of serious. It's interesting, too, because obviously the Northeast is known as a blue area, but it, but Duncan, I think, has a blue collar background. And uh, anyway, I, I just, uh, I, I, I think that commercial was so well done. Um, makes me want yeah. to get into the coffee business. Yeah, I know. I, I think honestly, it's time for a new fantastic all-American coffee brand. So maybe something we'll be discussing with you in the future. In the meantime, there is bath time, everybody. For those of you who got kids, you know when they when they have to get to get the towel and get get all dried off. Are is the bath towel nice? 
Ask yourself. Be honest about it. Is, is it a nice bathtub? Does it feel good? What about for your pets? Like, I mean, Carrie has, she washes ginger once a week because otherwise she smells, you know, a little funky. So ginger or Australian labradoodle, multi-generational labradoodle apparently. I don't even know what that means. Um, she wasn't a fan of bath time, but we've got her her own my towels now because they're very soft and very absorbent. And you know what? She's getting better at it. She likes it more. Sure, it's true for your kids. Sure, it's true for you. You get out of the shower. What do you want? Or the bath? Are you a bath guy or shower guy? I feel like guys are almost always shower I, I don't guys. remember the last time I got into a bath. And the I, I'm going to be honest. The only reason I would even get into a bathtub is because my wife asked me to, and she doesn't ask me to get in a bathtub. So I don't do, remember the last time I've been in a bathtub. Do you, think that, do you think that flute players take a lot of baths, guys? Flute players, I would say yes. I think they do bathe a lot. Oh, Probably man. in bubble baths by themselves. Oh, wow. Drinking some... Red wine, reading a romance novel. Anyway, if you're watching us in the stream uh, right now, um, well, actually, I don't have Ginger handy. But anyway, I was going to pull her up. I thought she was in the room. She just ran away. The point is, my towels for my pillow are amazing. But here's the thing. Not only are the my towels amazing, there are so many great deals right now at MyPillow.com. 50% or more off, and a bonus on top of that, free shipping. You know when you get all this good stuff, then you're like, oh, gosh, shipping's 15 bucks, 20 bucks. No, no, no. You get free shipping, 50% off, plus every product has that 60-day money-back guarantee. They want to make sure you're totally satisfied, so you're getting a discount of 50%. You're getting free shipping, and all you have to do is go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, use promo code Clay and Buck. That's MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square, promo code Clay and Buck. Keep up with Clay and Buck's campaign coverage with 24, a Sunday highlight reel from the week. Find it on the free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, character back in the day, breaking it down with the flute. That's a pretty, that's a pretty nifty play in there, I'll tell you. Not that I would know, but that's pretty good. Anchorman 1 and Anchorman 2 are both still very, very funny. Um, even Anchorman 2, surprisingly... The fight scene in Anchorman 2 with all of the celebrities, whether it's Harrison Ford, I think they got Kanye West, the ghost of Stonewall Jackson, really, really funny um, right. and uh, very well done. Tommy in New Jersey wants a piece Tommy of you on this in New Jersey. talk. Tommy in New well, Jersey, what have you got I, for us? I got to set you guys straight. The minstrel, Ian Anderson, Jethro Tull. The, the, the flute, he plays lead flute. And you guys, maybe you don't know Jethro Tull. Get get the album. See All right, hold on. Let me wait, pause wait, Tommy. You for come just on, a I got a question for Tommy. Tommy, is it not clear that I I like woodwind instruments? Clay is the one who is all right. bashing all of this. Tommy, I just, what's your... Buck Buck celebrates all orchestral instruments as beautiful and talented. It is Clay who is bashing the flute and the woodwind section. Tommy, what's your last name? Okay. Hold on, Tommy. What's your okay. last name? Wait, you don't have to ask him his last no, no. name. What? I want to know, is On he like, Itali- when he calls Tommy from New Jersey, I'm thinking he's like an Italian what? guy. I want to know if he ever expected that he was good. What's your, what, what, what ethnicity? What's your background? Your last name? I, I'm a, I'm a chinkawop. I'm Chinese Italian. Chinese Italian. Did you ever, so I'm going to focus yes. on the Italian side. Did you ever think uh, as an know. Italian man that you would be calling into the biggest radio show in the world to defend to defend the honor of flute players? I called it like I see it. I'm hey, telling Tommy's you right a now, civilized man. Hey, Tommy, don't let Clay get all crazy over my here. My wife's right? Italian. All of Italy and all of New Jersey is turning their back on you right now, Tommy. No. Tony no, Soprano would be disgusted. God don't rest his him. soul. Tommy, don't let him bully. He's from Jersey. He's not going to get bullied. Tommy, God bless. Thank you for calling in, man. I appreciate you. Um, Gil in Macedon, New York. What's up, Gil? Hey, how you doing, guys? Yeah, I heard one of you talking yesterday about not uh, ever hearing of a female bagpiper, and I want to turn you on to one here. Her name is Allie Crowley Duncan, and the girl rocks on bagpipes, man. She does covers of Metallica. And we, we might have to pull some of this. I need no, to pull, like her, pull her up. We got to pull the some of, of the knowledge. Up. The amount of knowledge in this audience, Buck. You said that we were somebody went out. I, we actually defended the bagpipe players, and we said yeah, they we were badasses. Cool. Yes. And I think you said there aren't that many female bagpipe players. Guy calls in, gives us a great bagpipe player. 
female. This we can crowdsource anything. Yes, with this audience, and they will get us an amazing answer. It is a true fact. We're coming up third hour. More of this. More of everything. Stick around. More than a movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 